there's a saying that goes from every wound there is a scar and every scar tells a story a story that says i survived take a listen to part two of tracyan's experience where she shares with us how she survived and thrived throughout all the horrors of domestic violence remember her experience is to teach and to let others that may be going through domestic abuse or have gone through it know that you are not alone and you can get out alive and live life better than before so people do not keep this episode to yourself remember to share 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 with somebody who you think would love to hear this podcast please and take a listen to Tracy Ann Harridge's story This is such a remarkable story. Listeners, I, I don't know. I don't know. It is, you know, and to know that you got through so much and yet still you can come out of all of this is just so remarkable. Yeah, when when it is that I saw the angels, I'm, I mean, I tell us, you see the same depiction of how it is that angels look. Is the same way I literally see the angels in front of me, like floating. So you have death, just like death in front of you and yeah, heaven. Yeah. And I when when it is that I ask God, I ask to God, you really are gonna make me dead left me pitney them. I believe that He gave me that power to make a mark on the lives of others to have some impact on the lives of others mm. i think it's the purpose and that's the reason why he 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 allowed me to be alive right now, right now. and i'm so grateful for so that was my breaking point i could not i decided look this is it never again because i left numerous times you know i left him on numerous occasions and i went back because we were getting counseling and all of that and each okay. time he we, we got counseling he got the counseling as well he would change for about two weeks and when the two weeks pass that's Start it again that's but then, it. why you wait so long though because for 10 years when you get counseling after two weeks and gone back to that why wait so long all right, the house that we lived in, I was paying mortgage for it. And honestly, at oh. the time, I was saying, look, to get up and just leave my house, it <laughs> may not see the option. I, it wasn't an yes. option there. You know, to get up, you're working, and you imagine you're paying for your nice, clean house, and yes. just to get up and leave it because somebody had beat you. It wasn't an option to me. It was never an option. In, in Jamaica, where you know, it's hard to go get another one. It's not like it's easy. So Exactly. You like a place to say, okay, can't start over. Right. So true. And the other thing was, I was, I was raised in a Christian house. And we were taught that if it is that you're, you have gotten in a relationship, especially when you have children together, we were taught that, look, this is how you're, you're supposed to spend the rest of your lives together. The children should grow with both with parents. Mother, Those are things that, that I was taught. And so, you know, I was having all of that in the back of my head saying, if it is that I get out of this, I will be blamed for this, for my children not being yes. with their father and all of that. You understand? And, and I stayed, I was forced because of the societal norms that I was, you know, 
that were embedded in me. And so I stayed for those reasons. And, and I thought I loved him. I thought I loved him Love. as well. <laughs> yeah. With all of that, with all of them bucks and kick and hitting the head, all of the abuse, yeah you don't know how you think you love him what yeah. do you love obviously the beat than the box and the <laughs> kick and everything because i can't see what we could have loved after that yeah after five years six years what what me love you but what, what about you my love the, the nice pretty toes and the and the cute face after a while you would have get ugly to me exactly that is so true but i in my eyes i didn't see any of those any other, even when, look here. And the thing about it is, you see, after the beatings go on, yeah. that was that was a time that he wanted sex. Oh. At all times. After him done box your kick, your no, thump, you do everything. That's the time he wanted to have sex with you. Yeah. It's like him not think you're a human being. That's what it no. comes down to, you know. Right. You're like one like a robot or one like a yeah. Just, yeah. Like yeah, man, it's true. It's true, definitely. So it, it's a journey and it's a process. It's a process. I, I always say it's a meta. You see, the, it's a metamorphosis process because you see, in order to get out of this, yes. that's the same. You see, the same stage that the butterfly takes to be a yes. butterfly, yes. it's the same stage that we have to go through in order to unlearn those behaviors and basically be brand new because we have to unlearn the behaviors you know yeah in order to know be a basically a brand, brand new person. person yeah but mm -hmm. i mean going through all of that how how do you how you hold your head up high after all of that how i don't know there's a quote that i have here it says use the darkness of your past mm -hmm. to propel you to a brighter future but going through so much, how you, I don't know, Tracy, but I'm in a depression even today. I don't know. <laughs> how do you just, you know, you, you, you continue, you're empowering now, you, you're doing so much in letting persons be aware of domestic violence, violence against women and children. You're doing so much to just empower people and to just you know tell people about this and to help others how do you do that with just going through so much you know it goes right back to where it is that i believe that that moment that god saved me i believe that it was a purpose i'm here for a purpose why it is that he saved me and one I, I i cannot be ungrateful because i believe that if it is that he saved me must be a reason why he did and so i wanted to find out every single thing that was behind that and so what i did i just say you know what i'm hungry for more my children are there depending on me guess what I have to do this. I cannot let my parents spend so much money on me. I got through the teenage pregnancy. I come start college, almost finished college. I met this man, turned me in a clown. Mm -hmm. I can't, no, I can't make, make them something they go down the drain. So I had to now decide that, look, this is the path that I'm going, you know. It's excellent for me. So it was never an option for, for me to, you know, think about the darkness. 
It was never an option for me to think about going through the tunnel. It was an option for me to always see the sun, for me to always see the moon in the darkness, for me to always see the beam right through that tunnel. It was just straight light, brightness, um, beauty, every single thing. It, it, I didn't see an option to know, stay down and walla in the pain, walla in the pity. No, it was never an option for me, never at all. That I don't know. As I say, I don't know how you do that because I don't know. And it's like going through that, I would have just hate man. <laughs> me would want a man look past me. I don't know. You know, like moving, would have just, which, which movie? Colombian or some movie like Colombiana. That, where, yeah. Where the girl just get up and just start kill, kill everybody. Like, yeah. I just, some would have just get up and. <laughs> I believe you because a lot of persons are like that and believe me when it is that I met my husband we had a very warm time very warm time especially when it is that we're supposed to meet yes it, it took it took a lot out of me because I, I couldn't do it I couldn't do it it took me a while and you he had to be patient no with me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so true so true that is definitely true but guess what you, you, you live, you know, you live and you learn and you grow. And I, I want persons to know that not everybody is the same. You have nice, clean, good man out there. But guess what? You have to take the time to know them. Yeah. Because it wasn't until after I got out of the situation, I realized that he was seeing his father and his mother in, in oh. domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And so that changed everything and so because he basically grew in that situation it's as if he didn't know any better, better. because the, the the statistics would show you know that once it is that the children grow in that relationship yes. there there's a level of anger that's built within them and it, it it goes with them right into adulthood and so if it is that you don't seek intervention when it is that the children are young it's going to be very yes. hard for them to you know curb all of those 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 thoughts uh after it is that they are adults so it is very important for persons to know that as well. Once it is that you are seeing, the children are seeing those behavior. Yes. Trust me, you have to seek intervention for them. But Tracy, is there any particular signs then that you would look out for? You know, you're in a relationship, you whether you're dating or um, you get married, you start living with a partner because domestic abuse don't just happen to women alone right it also happens to men mm -hmm. you know um when you is there any signs that you can look out for when totally. i'm talking to somebody what do i look out for there are a lot of signs and the signs were there and yes. I played a blind eye to them after we got into the relationship. Because one of the first signs, the earliest signs, one of those was the early involvement. Once it is that you're courting and you hear the partner starts telling you that it's time for us to move in together, or he, yes. he or she starts rushing into certain things, that's a red flag. We call them warning signs or a red flag. You know, some persons may say six months is a lot. Six months a little bit of time that you're supposed <laughs> to be going through courtship for two years, years or sometimes yes. two years you don't know the person yet 
You understand? So, yeah. so early involve, quick involvement. Another one is the person claims to love you at first sight. No love done there at no first sight. People so still, people <laughs> them something there, there, but no love at no first sight. You can't just see me so and just love, and love me. Me not believe so nothing goes so. <laughs> exactly. Love. Right. <clears throat> That's totally different. Another one is in the quick involvement is pressures you for commitment. You understand? No, no, go. So don't make nobody pressure you into committing to anything. You just know, just a couple months or a couple of weeks since you know the person, don't make nobody pressure you into committing to anything. Yes. Another one is jealousy. Yes. The partner wants to be with you constantly. You understand? Follows you around saying, you know, me love you. I just want to ensure so you get there safe. You understand? I want to ensure that once it is that you get off the cab, I'm the first person that you see to yes. walk you home. All of those things. Me not say, yeah, now have good man with steer, so you know, naturally, you know. But for majority of the time, it's jealousy. That's the a warning sign. What you're doing. Yes, exactly. Uh, accuses you of cheating all the time. Odd behaviors like checking your car mileage. I went through that. Your car mileage? Yeah. Check your car mileage to <laughs> see how far you drive. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> no. Yeah, man, it happens. Ask even your friends, ask even his or her friends to check in on you at even work to see, check if the person they gone out or, you know, they're yes. still in the office. Yeah, they check all of that. Controlling behavior as well. Pretends to be concerned for your safety or your productivity. When in turn, mm -hmm. in truth and in fact, they basically, exactly. <laughs> they, they, they basically become extremely angry, especially when it is that you tell them, you know, I'm going to be late for work. I'm going to be late for about 30 minutes or so. Extremely angry. Constantly questioning you about things or time. Makes you yes. ask permission to do certain things that's another one we have whole more red flag and i want your listeners to basically hear them you have yes. unrealistic expectations compliments you in a way that makes you feel so pressured make you very dependent for everything and that's expects you to be perfect nobody not perfect they that's expect you to <laughs> expect you to be perfect at all times they sometimes say things like i am all you need and you're all i need no no mm -hmm. no no them something no in the world <laughs> exactly will it more man and will it more woman yeah you understand the the isolation is another one tries yeah. to cut you off from all your resources you understand everybody that you know it's as if they are idiots or they are stupid mm -hmm. you understand belittle the persons that you know they can even refuse to let you use your car because i went through that when i had my vehicle because i know he was checking the mileage and all of that and then he was i will i had to constantly ask permission to use my vehicle no and it was my vehicle your vehicle you understand? my vehicle and i had to ask permission you understand another one is they make you ask permission to use your phone or sometimes they take it from you you can't use it none at all for all a good month or no. <laughs> good couple of weeks or them thing there yeah that's isolation makes it difficult for you to even go work or if you're going to school you mm -hmm. understand sometimes you have to call the lecturer and say i'm having diarrhea i can't come out of the house and not feeling well and it's not because you can't leave it's not because you don't yes. want to leave the house it's because you cannot 
leave the house. You understand? Blames you for everything, everything. that happens. Mm-hmm. That's another big red f- flag. You're at fault for everything. Yes. Totally. Anything that happens to them, you're yes. the reason why it happened. You Blame- made me do this. You exactly. Made me feel this way. So I right. Another thing is, you know what happened to me as well. I was blamed for something that happened that I did not know anything about. You understand? I never knew anything about it, but you blame me for it. How, yes. how comes? You understand? Makes you responsible for how they feel. If they feel angry, are you cause it? I want you to know about, mm. nothing about it. Are you cause it? They tell you things like, you make me mad. You make me feel like I want to strangle you. They, they, you make me feel like I want to punch the wall. All of those are red flags. You understand? Another one is playful use of force during sex. Oh. Little or no concern over whether you want to have sex or not. That's a red flag. When they want it, that's it. When Right. They, them only want us so them want it. Yeah. But not you. They're not concerned if it is that you want it. I can't you can't under- refuse. Exactly. Right, they make sexual or degrading jokes about you. That's not right. Never, it shouldn't be that you're making degrading jokes about the other party. Another big one is multiple personalities. They call it bipolar disorder. Them constantly are change. You know, you know them say lizard change, yes. change color. I saw them change. Multiple personality. You can't tell. When it is that they go happy from when they go sad, God. you understand them just constantly a change. So mood swings all about. Another one is hypersensitivity. Easily insulted. Sees everything as attacks. You understand? And looks for fighting everything. Mm. I experienced that as well. Another big one is past battering and it goes right back to courtship. Mm-hmm. get to know the person before get to talk to the auntie get to talk to the in get to talk to everybody yes exactly and it's not going to happen in a couple months trust me it's going to take a while because you can't just know sister brother in a couple months and i get to ask yes. them certain things you have to get a bond have a bond with them first before it is that you can get certain things uh, going with them you understand now we can go through so many more so many more um, but I know probably you're gonna have to do a part two or one because yes, I know right you now. don't want to, you don't want to draw your draw the time with your listeners because trust me, you know they are busy going to work or they're doing some jogging or all of that. So they just they just take some time out to listen but to you. So interesting, though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I know Tracy, you're doing a lot of work. Um, you know, with with um persons, as we said, to empower and to let people be aware of, you know, who domestic abuse, domestic violence. So mm-hmm. tell us about your intervention programs and the work you're doing in the community now. All right. So basically what we have been doing, we've, we've, we've started since 2017, but officially we were, I was just doing the trial, trial and error phase. And I didn't really know that that was a path that God really wanted me to go on. Yes. So each time I started, I would have somebody tell me to stop. And every time they tell me to stop, I stop. And then every time I, I feel like I, I'm doing something wrong, I start it again. And when I start, somebody tell me if you start, if you stop, I may yes. stop until I decided that, look, 
I need to start this last November, that's November 2020, yeah. was when I decided that, look, fly higher, fly low, things are happening and I need to step out and I need to step out in faith. You yeah. understand? And I stepped out. So what we have been doing is we partnered with the Greater Portmore Joint Council. They have been doing a lot of trainings with the JCF that's retired Deputy Commissioner of Police, Novlet Grant. She has okay. been doing a lot of training. She basically started this whole awareness of domestic violence in Jamaica. Okay, and so she has been doing a lot of work there. And she has been going into the different communities, doing trainings and empowerment sessions and certifying persons in okay. this field as well. So we basically partner with them in providing trainings because we want to go into the communities and we want to let them know, look, they are the first responders because believe yeah, it or not, you know, the true. first set of persons who know something going on in the community, you know, the same persons who are living yes, in there with community you. members, yes. Right. And so we want to equip them with the tools, with the knowledge, with the mindset in recognizing the situation and not just recognizing what's happening, but offering help yes. towards them. And if, if it is that they don't want to get involved, because naturally not a lot of persons would really want to get involved. So reach out to somebody, reach out to me, reach out to the police officer in, you know, helping persons to get out of yeah. this because our bottom line is getting out alive. We have other intervention programs where we have trained part trained counselors who partner with us so we're not just um telling them to get out of the situation but we have trained counselors who are really helping them to to, to to get the proper mindset in order to, to be reintegrated into society because a lot of times what happens you know they are so they are so torn apart that they don't think they can even survive another yes, day the trauma as i said if if maybe that was me i would still be depressed to this day Totally. I would have risen, you know, like how you have. Mm -hmm. And it, it would take a lot out of me, no matter how much help or persons you might have around you. But it have to come from within. Yeah. So I get that, you know, the work that you do and others in empowering people, helping them to rise up. They have to get the, the, the mindset to want to live another day. Right. Want to get away from that shame of all of this, you know. To totally forward great and that's the first thing funny enough you said it's the first thing in getting out of it you must have a changed mindset yeah. because without that mindset you can't go any further and as well we have training sessions that we do so we're not just get them out of the situation but guess what a lot of these persons who have been abused the the perpetrator the abuser is the main breadwinner in the situation in the yeah. household and guess what they have to be depending on them so on what them. we do is we have partnered with a lot of institutions uh, private and public you understand and so what we do is we provide trainings in entrepreneurship different um cake decor you know yes. all of those Each fancy right so them can go there and totally and so what we do is we provide them with the training and once it is that we have gone through the training provide them with the, the certification what we do is a lot of times we provide them with grants because in, in a minute sense you train them and just send them to go to go yes. do whatever they want do because a lot of times you they really don't know where they're going to get the next dollar from so what we have partnered with agencies and we provide them with some scholarship 
are some grant in, in yeah. you know just starting their own a business and trust me mm-hmm. right it has been great so far like we are we have been having a great response thus far you know just changing the mindsets of persons just mm-hmm. knowing that we have changed a family you understand we have now been assisting persons with you know putting the breakfast on the table or the dinner yes. on the table you know just turning their their hands making fashion right there so those are some of the things that we have been doing and we have coaching sessions with them I have been doing a lot of that with them as well it's new to me but trust me I love it I'm enjoying it yes. and I think I think it's my purpose you know you see on my chat fund this session yes I do you know <laughs> that's but exactly out in your purpose you know girl totally stop you you know that good feeling yeah what so I'm doing can't stop you that is so true it's, it's what and sometimes you know there's this little verse or this little saying adversities sometimes we have to go through adversities so that you know we can rise above and find so, your purpose yes. and yeah, sometimes true. you have to go through these things sometimes it's near-death experiences right we have to go through to let us say no no no, no. i am here for more right you know Totally, totally. And so, so what I always share with them as well, because even though we have, we're empowering them, you know, we're empowering them in order to go back and empower somebody else. Because yes. what I always tell them, you know, you see, sharing your story, it helps another person because another yes, person does. is going through exactly what it is that you went through. Yes. Never take it for granted. Because if you're, if you're, if you can impact one person's life, you have impacted a lot. I can tell you that you understand. You never know what would have happened to that person. You understand for you to, 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 to just tell your story and assist to that person. And it feels really good. I tell persons, you know, you see the insurance work that I was doing. Let me tell you something. Me love it. Everybody knows that me love it. But guess what? You see this that I am now doing, trust me, it can make me sleep. It made me feel so fulfilled knowing that another person is really depending on me, not just my children, you know, not just my peers not just my husband, but persons are there depending on me for their next move. It's, it's, it's powerful. It's purposeful. That's why every morning I get up. Sometimes, you know, somebody just wants to know, sometimes you think you're alone in something, but when I listen to you, I might be going through the same thing and I just want to hear your story to say, but if you come out of it and can do so well, me can do the same thing. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So true. That is so true. So that's, that's but basically... what you find now. Mm-hmm. How, how the challenges in the role that you have now in helping and the coaching and all of that, what are, what is one of the challenges that you find? One of them is it, person. Some of them are really not receptive to it. It's as if that's not that what that's not what they want to hear. They want to hear, all right. Next week, me I will get better. Next week, me I will hit road again. And I have to tell them that it's a process. It's a process. Yeah. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a couple of years. Well, because I'm all about honesty, and I cannot have you in a session and tell you say, look. It's gonna you're gonna get over this in five in five months or five weeks or so. No, 
I have to be honest, because the same stage that I went through, you might go through it quicker than me, or you might take a little longer than me to go through it, but it's the same stage that I'm taking you through because I know that that works and I can only assist you with what works. And it has been tried and proven. You understand? And another thing is a lot of times we have to go on the scene to, to get the victims or to go to the police stations with them. Because one of the challenges that we have been having is that we, we need more trained police officers in the police stations yes. to take the reports. Because sometimes persons would go to the stations and they are deterred from that. The police them turn them off. So that's another big issue that we are having right now. And the judicial system, the court system, you, under, you understand? Judicial system sometimes just takes forever to do anything. Totally. And, totally. and sometimes that can deter people. And then sometimes, you know, the, 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 the police personnel sometimes have no, we will call it empathy. Empathy, the, the yeah. Empathetic side <laughs> of them. Right. It's not there yeah. sometimes. People going totally. through them other things too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So true, especially when they have the males coming in to make the report, you know, a lot of them mimic them and we want to tell them, do not do it. Don't do it because you don't know. I have a lot of males that I work with, you know, and I'm telling you, yeah. some of the stories are even worse than the females. I can tell you, we want them to know that, look, treat all of them the same way. You don't want to have a, a, a victim come to you because we call ourselves Sir Thrivers. Because we yes. survive and we thrive. And so you don't want one of them come to you and they are saying something and then you go say two little words and you turn them when they, you turn them when they go back into the situation and then you hear so them dead. I always say that I will fall upon your shoulder, you know, because they came to yes. you and you the foolishness and send them back and go make them dead. You understand? So these are some of the issues that we're having. I can tell you, yeah, look, a, quick, a quick story. The first time I had to go, go not the first time, I think it was the fourth time when I started doing this full time, the fourth time I, I went to assist a victim. You know, so I have to run for my life. <laughs> I, had to, I had to run for my life because she never knew, she never knew that he was coming. And when he, when he came and he saw us, he started coming after me with his machete, you know. And I said to her, oh, imagine yes. in my weight and me run. I said to her, I said, you go so, me go so. I mean, no, me, no, him not catch me, no. In can't run up for the two Look here. So me said, go so, me yeah, run. I say, you get away. Yeah, because he can't catch me. You understand? And <laughs> I, look, look here. So when I got home, I, sh I, I was just trembling like this. I just a shake like leave. <laughs> you understand? Oh my so, gosh. <laughs> but I, I'm looking back now and I'm laughing because guess what? That that lady, she she's basically assisting me morning, noon, and night, assisting me, assisting me. Anything that needs to be done, I can always call her and say, you know what? Come we go up on the side there. Come we go do this. One victim just call, come we go and go help them. That's you understand? So look here no man it's it, it feels good good work it feels good doing <laughs> doing what it doing your purpose fulfilling your purpose fulfilling the mission that you were sent to do true 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 so and i also have a youth organization as well because we yes. have a youth organization that we do empowerment of youths physically socially entrepreneurially on 
entrepreneurially, yes. educationally, and environmentally. So we cater to the holistic development of the youth. So we have the youth side and we have the other side where it is that we focus. There are two different groups though. Totally two different okay. groups. We have two different mandates. The youth group is called I Seed Youths. I Seed I S E E E D three E's. Mm. And then the female, the domestic violence side, it's called Get Out Alive World because that's exactly what we want you to do. Get out alive. Get out alive. Great, right. great. And how can, if for my listeners who, um, or I don't know if somebody out there, you know, is feeling, I don't, is going through all of this and would like to contact you, how can we contact you? All right. So I have a, a, a website that's just built. It, it was launched about two weeks now. So it's under construction. So it's my name. It's tracyandharridge.com. So that's T-R-A-C-E-Y-A-N-N. H-A-R-R-I-A-G-E.com. I'm on all okay. social media platform as Get Out Alive World. I am also, you can also get in touch with me at 876-367-7476. So if you call, you get me straight. That's, I'm going to answer that. We're currently working on, on a, a line, a hotline, a 24-hour hotline service. Yes. Uh, it, it's taking a little while because, you know, we have to go through the different processes, but we're getting there. We're also working on getting a location where it is that we can, you know, personal, a central location where persons can come in because we're basically working remotely. But whenever you call, you will always get, we always have persons to assist you, have a team, a yeah. great team, a united team, close-knitted team we work with. Again, we have trained counselors. Uh, the government has facilities, resources, where it is that you can yes. go to if it is that you're in the situation. Remember, we have resources where we train you. We have the coaching sessions as well as the trained counselors who go through things with you. So we have a whole heap of nicest around here. Remember, you need to get out of the situation alive. I, I always tell get persons this. I want you to say and say this after me. If it is that you're in the situation and you're listening to us right now, I want you to say this, that I am purpose. I was born purpose and I will live my purpose. You can't live a purpose dead. You True cannot live your purpose if it is that you're, you're dead. So we need to get you out of the situation alive. And let me tell you something. I know, me know say it tough because I know say, look here, a lot of times you've built your lives together. And to know, get up and get out, run, leave your house, run, leave your car, your nice, clean car, your nice, clean also your bill. So a lot of us, it's not an option. But let me tell you something. You can build that house again, a bigger, bigger, That's better cool. mansion. You understand? You can build it again. You can buy it again, as a matter of fact. Yes. Because God can take you up out of the situation there and put you up a higher ground where you just sit the house and say, look here, may I go get that and God provide you with the finances where you can say, all right, may I go in and may I go talk to the bank and may I go get that and buy that. Sometimes it will make you buy it cash. Yes. That's the power of the almighty that we serve. You can buy the car again. It works. I am a living testimony. Me walk left my house, me walk left my car and look for me now. Exactly. You understand? Right. Exactly. And you're to enjoy and to get even more and doing even bigger things. Totally. 
totally. And I want persons to know it's a, it's a, it's a working process, a work in progress, whichever one you want to call it, process or progress. <laughs> but guess what? It now will happen overnight. It's going to take time. And I don't want you to tell yourself, so look here, it's going to take too long. You're worth it. You're always worth it. I want you to choose life and choose it now. Don't wait for the next second because the next second, you don't know what might happen. You don't know what will happen. I want you to choose life now. Choose life. Tracy, it, this has been, <laughs> this is like whirlwind for me. Right? <laughs> and I'm sure my <laughs> listeners, everybody, I, I know everybody just, have them ears intently listening, you know? And there's a quote that I have, and it says, you can recognize survivors of abuse by their courage. Right. Silence is so very inviting. They step forward and share their truth so others know they are not alone. And totally. that's exactly what you're doing. And I just want to Thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you for stepping in your purpose. And thank you for helping others. You know, I know I couldn't do what you are doing. So I just want to thank you, you know, for stepping out and for actually helping others. And for all the work that you and your other, your, 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 other, your team is doing. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing your story with us because i'm hearing it others are hearing it but out of all of us we don't know who might need to hear it more and totally so important so thank you thank you thank you for sharing with us and thank you for coming on this podcast <laughs> you know we're all about supporting yes we have our fellow total we have to support i have to support you you've been doing a phenomenal job i want to congratulate you i want to thank you for thank you know you, putting up all these persons we have been putting up on your podcast you're doing this for a reason you have stepped out in your purpose continue to be purposeful in whatever it is that you are doing god bless you thank you so much for having me love and blessings always take care listeners i remember if if any of you any person who is listening right now, you need help, just reach out. Yes. Reach out. We're here to talk to you. We're here to walk with you. If it's even to, you know, just say, I need to, I need you to listen to me. I am always here. I have yes. a team who is always here, just ready to listen. So thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure being here. Take care, listeners. Be safe. Yes. Please be safe. I can't thank you. say it enough. <laughs> Just be safe and take care of yourselves. And thank you, Tracy. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us on this episode. But please, 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 guys, do not keep this podcast to yourselves. Share, share, share. Tell a friend, a family member, a co-worker, or just anybody you think would love to listen. And please don't forget to like and subscribe. Me love but remember, the journey of a million miles begins with one single step. So no bother beat up on yourself, all right, people? And look out for the next episode of Mindful the Podcast. Love you.